Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final hour here at WEI Football Sunday as we head into the 1 o'clock slate. Uh, Joe Flacco inactive. Very odd. Looks like the uh, Jets are really rolling with... They have another one, but... They're really rolling with uh, Zach Wilson today. 4-0, Zach Wilson. Darren Waller out. Amon Ross St. Brown is active. And the Broncos have a 14-10 lead on the Jaguars. That game in the fourth quarter going on right now. I mean, What a game. Good grief. Well, a part of the reason that we get into what we're about to get into is because the trade deadline is on Tuesday in the NFL. And uh, there's been a lot of talk about Offers being thrown the ways of teams that have excess or teams that are really out of it. Uh, I know that the Broncos, ironic they're playing right now, they've apparently been getting a lot of calls on the pass rusher Bradley Chubb. They've been getting a lot of calls on Jerry Judy because we forget that the Broncos gave up pretty heavy compensation to go get uh, Russell Wilson. And do they say, especially if they lose today and fall to 2-6, and six, is it time to restock the cover to draft picks? However, you're giving away a wide receiver that people like and a pass rusher, and pass rushers are hard to find. It's all about what you can get, I think, if you're Denver. Because even if you win, you're not really in it. You're 3-5. and five. The team has looked awful. Mm-hmm. Who knows how many injuries Russell Wilson really has. So if you can get a, a lot in return for Chubb or for Judy, I think you have to do it. Although, Jerry Judy, I thought when they drafted him, was going to be a part of their future. That's a guy who's hurt all the time, though. Mm-hmm. Right? So I wonder if you just look to get as much as you possibly can because – uh, a lot would have to happen for the Broncos to all of a sudden become any kind of contender. Right, but if you're Denver, are you, you have to say, we went out and we spent a pretty penny on Russell Wilson. Right. And that the reason why we did that, because we expect him to get, get us over the hump. Do you now want to start selling off all these pieces mm-hmm. and then you're basically tearing it down for the next three, four, five years waiting for... Some of these draft picks, you don't know what they're like. You kind of know what Bradley Chubb is, right? Oh, yeah. So, do you want to trade a guy that away when you're saying, oh, we want to make a real push out of playoffs and being a good football team in the next, you know, it, probably not this year, but the next year mm-hmm. or two? So, by do, moving on from these pieces, aren't you just basically slowing that progress? Yeah, but I but it's looked so bad early on. I get your point. You, I mean, you want you want you thought Russell Wilson was going to be paired up with you know Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy right. for the foreseeable future, but it's been so bad. 
And if they get a lot for him, because a lot of the names we've heard are, are sort of like running backs. I think receiver-wise, Jerry Judy would have to be sort of up there as far as mm-hmm. guys that might move teams. Yeah, I think he's movable, yeah. But then it's the whole what you get. You spend a lot of uh, draft capital, or at least you spend a, a pretty high pick on getting the guy. So this is from Ian Rappaport, Tom Pelissero, Mike Garofalo, all reporting on all this, Put their right? heads together for this one. Uh, the Patriots appear open to trading away some assets they could lose after the season in free agency while maintaining their competitiveness for 2022. And the two guys that jump out are Damian Harris and Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Where I mean, are we at on that in terms of... I just of, don't know what you get for any of those guys. Yeah. Like, what is it? Like, James Robinson just went for a sixth-round pick. What's Damian Harris get you? A six? Right. You want right. a six? What's Jacoby Myers get you? Six? Right. Well, like, isn't isn't Jacoby Myers more valuable here? Like one of the well, things yeah, that's, that's a part probably, of the Jones Zappy debate right. is Jacoby Myers wasn't around early when he came back. Middle of the field started to open up. Yeah, because and I think for Mac Jones, which I still think they're committed to developing him. I think, although it's been a bumpy couple of weeks. Who the hell knows? But if you are, you would think Jacoby Myers would be a guy that's out there on the field with him the whole time, and you figure out what you have in, in Mac. Other guys, which you wouldn't get anything for, but like Isaiah Wynn or Nelson Aguilar, both are active today. Mm-hmm. If you could get anything for those guys, I think great. Like it frees up more playing time for the receivers. And then Marcus Cannon's outplayed Isaiah Wynn anyway. But if that second part is true about still trying to be good this year, mm-hmm. then I don't see them flipping Myers. See, Agreed. And, and see, th- th- that's where I have, that's why I asked the question about Denver Broncos, right? You're looking at your future. Same thing with the New England Patriots. You're looking at your future. And let's just even say, I'll play the game with you, and you say, all right, let it, you want it to be Mac Jones. Well, wouldn't you be a team that would be picking up the phone and calling Devin and saying, hey, what, do we, what can we give you to get a guy like Jerry Judy? Yeah, right. Oh, right? yeah, they, they should be going that way. They right. should look to get somebody better than what they have. Right. So if you're, and then now you pair Jerry Judy up with Jacoby Myers. And even if you want to maybe move on from Damian Harris, okay, I can, you got Ramondre Steven, mm-hmm. Steven, Stevenson, but it's more about. Problem is, you have no depth behind Harris. The other Harris and Stevenson. Pierre Strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, like yeah. Those, right. No. But I think you have to look at and go, what are we trying to be? Right, are we are we moving on? If we move on from Jacoby Myers and Damian Harris, you're moving on from your most durable. I would say not durable is the wrong word, but your most consistent receiver and mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers that kind of controls the middle of the field, and then you're moving in, like you said, Gresh. You're moving on from a guy who gives you depth in the backfield to run the football. And like I don't think Myers is going to cost you a lot to keep him in the offseason either. So it's sort of like if he is one of the better receivers that Mac Jones has to use right now. Mm-hmm. I would just keep him. Well, like, that might be one of the things where the Patriots potentially outthink themselves is do they think Myers is going to get, say if he got $9 million like Nelson Aguilar did. Now you look at $9 million and it's like pff, when guys are getting 30 and 28 and stuff yeah. like that, it's not as no, big a nothing. deal. Or but, could they get him for, for the, the cheaper? Well, but that's the thing. Do the Patriots look at Myers and say, we like the player, but we don't want to pay what they're going to pay in free agency? I mean, and again, let's go back and remember – in the heyday of Troy Brown, they let him go flirt with New Orleans. Right. Even Edelman, right. they let him go into free agency and find and out maybe there they, isn't much there. So that's the thing. Do the Patriots look at it and project and say, yeah, Myers is going to get money that we're not going to want to pay for, or it might be the, all right, Jacoby, you think you're so good, go into free agency and then come back to us. Does he give them that professional now, courtesy? I guess the counter might be if in the offseason mm-hmm. they think that's where they trade for <laughs> – 
their version of Steph Diggs. Get as many draft picks as you can so you can unload a bunch of picks and then mm-hmm. you still have a bunch of picks for the draft, right? Because I don't think Bill ever wants to go into a draft with three or four picks. That's just not his oh, style. Oh, no, 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 no. So if you start adding up and now all of a sudden you have multiple fours, fives, and sixes, it just makes them more easily tradable, well, which, I mean, you would still have to throw in a one or whatever else if you're tra- talking a high-end guy. Mm-hmm. But I think just the more draft capital you can get, I think Bill's going to go for that. And it becomes, what's their approach? Yeah. And it, but it all goes back to, how do they feel about Mac Jones? Right. Right? Because that's a, that's a key factor. Do they feel like, alright, they feel like Mac Jones, can, Tommy Curran talked about this, do they feel like maybe he's not the guy, and if he's not, are we back in the market for trying to figure out our quarterback position? Well, let me ask you this. What is Matt Patricia offensively? What do you mean? The Meaning, play caller. Well, I mean, <laughs> what 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 style of offense is Matt Patricia want to be known for or want to run? They would say because you you got to go. What is the offense first to fit the personnel into? Defense, it? run the football in some play action. They would say game manager. Uh, well, not just game manager, but game plan specific. Yeah. Meaning, you know, against you know the Lions, let's say you'll run the ball, or you should right. run the ball like thirty times. Against another team, maybe that's where you'll pass the ball more. That, but they, because if we because if we go by a little bit of what they did with Mac early in the year, then if they want to stretch it down the field, then they need somebody better or at least on the other side of Devontae Parker. Right, but if they that's feel something like, they're starting to put in the back pocket, then we're getting more into the Jacoby Myers type right. wide receiver. But do they feel like Mac is the guy who can stretch the ball and get it down the field? Because that was the question that I asked him. I was asking Tommy Curran. If everybody's telling me that they're dumbing down the offense with Bailey Zappi, oh, let's you not not to use the word dumbing dumbing down, calling it differently. If they're being super conservative, calling it differently, and saying, "Hey, we want to be as vanilla as possible with Bailey Zappi." Yeah. But if everybody's telling me that when Mac is in there, they try to be more of this exotic offense, but it's not working. It I isn't that like. It, isn't there something that I'm not figuring that something's not adding up there? Well, again, here's no, no, the 100%. So here's the thing at the beginning of the year. Matt Patricia was supposed to be terrible. The wide receivers weren't very good. Now it's morphed into Mac has struggled a little bit. It feels like a lot of it is now just being put on Mac. Meanwhile, you have an offensive coordinator who has shown the ability to use the same playbook but call an offense two different ways. And now it is the, what is it? Is it the song or the singer, the chicken versus the egg? Because I would say this. Here are the wide receivers under contract for next year. Mm -hmm. Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker, Ty Montgomery, if you consider him that still. Mm -hmm. Okay? And Tyquan Thornton. So those are your guys that are locked in for next year. If those are the dudes that you know you have, mm-hmm. then what do you do offensively this year to count on those guys? Or is it you have to go replace with a high-end talent? Yeah, or do, or do so you bad. or do you go with Jacoby Myers because we're not going to press it down the field as much and things of that nature? Like, that's where this whole thing is a fruity whip headache. Yeah, but I, I think that's where I'm asking. Did they try to get more exotic with Mac in the beginning of the year? And they just come to find out that it wasn't working because it was too much pressure on him to do things that maybe he wasn't able to do. Well, should they have tried it with this wide receiver group that everybody dogged out all summer long? Okay, so so then that's more on them. Then if you're telling me it's on the receiver group, 
Then, well, did you love the receiver group coming well, into the year? Well, that's my point. Well, stop going out and getting, you know, yeah, threes and that. four wide receivers. Yeah, if you no want, sense. if you want to open up your playbook and you want your playbook to be like, oh, we want to really put Mac and have Mac do those things you did with Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle. Right. Well, guess what? Yeah. Go out and get Devontae Smith <laughs> yeah, and no. Jalen Waddle. Yeah. You're not going to have Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker, and Nelson Aguilar do the things that those guys did because. That's not who they are. All right, so you also have next year on the books Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith for a combined $33 million. Yeah, what's the outlook on Jonu Smith? Their names you got to move on from oh, that guy. You know what? I'll, I'll click and look already, it already, but I think it was just not, they, you know, where else were they going to But get? those guys are just guys, right? Those they have turned out to be just guys. Hunter Henry had a promising first year with the team. Right. Right. His first year was like, okay, Hunter. Nine touchdowns. Yeah, Hunter Henry had nine touchdowns. He's a... You know, he's not going to be a Travis Kelsey, a George no, no. Kittle, a Darren Watt. Nice red zone target. He's a good yeah. red zone target. But for whatever reason, this is where it becomes. Did Hunter Henry change or right. was it they try to evolve and maybe that's something. So I think the biggest question for the Patriots is if you think you want to be the Mac as the guy, then go out and get a Jerry, a Jerry Judy. Right. And say, all right, we're going to stop putting some pieces around you. But is it Patricia not using the tight ends well enough, which we heard was going to be a focal point of all this? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, there's got to be more than just John Smith and Hunter Henry can't play, well, which is why they're not being used here. Th- and Hunter Henry hasn't been off. Henry's different. I think there might be something to John Smith can't play because we all think Josh McDaniels is a pretty good offensive coordinator. Did he do anything with John Smith last year? No, no. nothing. And even his Tennessee stats. He had the one year where he had a bunch of, t- uh, bunch of touchdowns. That was only one year, though. Never really had a lot of catches, not a lot of yards. And it was more Bill talking up his athleticism, mm-hmm. which led us into having these really big expectations for him. But I think we've seen enough to know that John Smith isn't one of the best tight ends right. in the and, league. And I think what we did is we overvalued. Um, Maybe we over when Bill calls you one of the best catch and run guys in yeah, the like, league. That ain't just like Devon. A lot. Right, an hour ago, Devon yeah. Godshall, we mm-hmm. kind of laughed that he's been disappointing he's the because Bill put an now. expectation well, and, on him that was really silly. And I and I think like some of the things what we do like say for like with a Hunter Henry, like what we did, we over expected too much from him because Hunter Henry, even when he was with the Chargers, he was a 50, 60 catch guy. You know, that's what he was. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't anything crazy. Right, he wasn't right. anything crazy. You know, get your seven, eight touchdowns, but that's who he was. But I think the, when they signed him, we felt like, oh, he can be closer to a Gronk caliber right. or closer to a, right. a, a Mark Andrews where he could catch his 70, 80, 90, 100 mm-hmm. passes. But that's not who no, he is. No, that's not who he is. Right? And so you have to look at him. He's a solid tight end. But a solid tight end is great when you have elite wide receivers. Mm-hmm. When you don't have elite wide receivers, then a solid tight end is just yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's you know. So I think you have to figure out. It's more about the personnel that you have. Jonu Smith, by the way, is going to be tough to get rid of next year. It's supposed to go up to ten million in salary. Uh, the cap number would be seventeen million, and even if you did the post June 1 cut where you can split the money a little bit you'd have to eat somewhere around 12 to 17 million right, they're in not the doing that. to get rid of it yeah. yeah. here's what they're doing so John Smith will be here next year here's what right? they're doing next year with their team they're they're looking and they're going okay 
Can Bailey Zappi do what Mac did? Mac Jones did his rookie season. Can he yeah. take care of the football, not make bad decisions, make sure that he's putting our offense in a good position, and when we need him to make the throws, he makes the throws. That's what they're doing. They're not looking and going, "Oh, we're going to get this one." They're not. Go- they had an opportunity to go get AJ Brown. They weren't yeah, in on. No, they're, they're not, not doing that. Guys. Their biggest question is, and that's why I think Tommy Curran made a great point. They're viewing, can Zappy do what Mac did his rookie year? And Matt Patricia is okay with being an offensive coordinator who goes, our strengths are based on playing defense, running the football, and like Rich brought up, game planning versus specific teams, how we're going to be an offense. We're not going to be an offense that goes, okay, we're going to spread you out and throw the ball 45 times a game. No. We're going to try to run the football. We're going to try game plan that way. Everything we game plan is about how we run the football and play good defense. That's what they're de- that's what they're doing. They're not going to all of a sudden, Bill's not going to wake up at, uh, one morning and go, you know what? Hey, how can I get Mike Evans up here? <laughs> you know, that's not who he is. No. So that it, it it's about can their quarterback buy in to being – what did you call it, Rich? Uh, 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 not a, uh, a game manager, a game plan type of... Yeah, game plan specific offense. M- manager, right? Yeah. And that's what you're asking to do. You, maybe you have a game where you throw 300 yards and a couple touchdowns. Can you tell me a team on offense who isn't game plan specific? I think Kansas City and Buffalo just say, hey, we're going to yeah. do this and we're going to shove well, it down your face. I think Cincinnati... I think even I think when teams have those type Philly, Philly's going to run on you no matter yeah, what. When teams have a specific uh, the Tennessee Titans we talked about, the, yeah, they're going to run the football. That's all they can do. Unless you have that quarterback, you're figuring out what's the identity of our team. Baltimore, Baltimore's Bal- going to run. Yeah, but ba- ba- but Baltimore has that quarterback. They yeah. built their game plan around him. So wh- two years ago, the proclamation was it's no longer a running league. It it's, isn't. It's not probably to win. not. No, you still need to make the throws. And yeah, make yeah. The Super Bowl. Teams. You're not going to win a championship that way, but you can. You can make some noise in the regular season. You can make a little bit of a run in the playoffs. But when you look at it, the teams that just go, okay, offensively, we do game. We're game plan specific, but we have a quarterback like we talked about the Chargers. We talked about um, uh, like a Kyler Murray, right? You, don't you think that they say? All right, we're going to build our game plan around him. Well, and now, he, it's not working. Well, I know. Well, Call of Duty just came out. Right. So, but do you think the Patriots? Let me ask this question: mm-hmm. Do the Patriots sit there and go, "We're building our game plan around Mac Jones"? It doesn't really appear that way. No. Right. They go, "We're building our game plan about running the football Cause and it, defense because they're doing a lot of that out of shotgun, apparently with Mac. Well, that's and the that's, way they want well, to run the football. Uh, they, they took the fullback out of it, and, and this, right. is, this, yeah. is the, this is the new way they run the football. I, I wonder, the fullback back. You know what? I wonder, <laughs> seriously. But, again, that's where supposedly John o. Smith was supposed to be yeah. able to chip in in that role. We're coming to you live from the Best Yet Brand Studios here on WEI Football Sunday. We'll get to the rest of the games in Week 8. They're inside two minutes to go with Jacksonville and Denver. Here's Ethan ready to trend. Crash and Keith, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. 
Trending now brought to you by the VA New England Healthcare System. Are you a veteran? VA New England Healthcare provides state-of-the-art healthcare benefits to those who served our country. Call 844-VA-CARES and learn more about the benefits you earned and deserve. Call 844-VA-CARES. Trending now at WEEI and WEI.com. Week 8 of the NFL currently underway as the Jaguars right now in a tight contest. 17-14. Denver has the ball under two minutes to go there in the fourth quarter, and Denver is within the red zone. So getting tight. Then for the Patriots, getting set to go up against the Jets in the Meadowlands. Kickoff, of course, at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Notable inactives, including David Andrews, Kyle Duggar, and Christian Barmore. And make sure you tune into the Six Rings postgame show with Fitzy and Hart right after the game for a full breakdown and all the details. Around the college football world, the BC Eagles fell 13-3 yesterday to Connecticut and the UMass Minutemen as well, losing 23-13 to New Mexico State. And a big shout-out to the Holy Cross Crusaders beating the Fordham Rams 53-52 in overtime, moving to 8-0 on the season. In hockey, Bruins off to a hot 8-1 start. They're off until Tuesday when they head to Pittsburgh to play the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then currently sitting at 3-2, the Celtics are getting set to play the Washington Wizards this afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm Ethan Hersadulu, and that's trending here at WEI and WEI.com. By the way, the Broncos just scored a rushing touchdown. They're now up 21-17, 1.43 to go. Jags are going to get the ball with a chance to win it late, and we'll get through the rest of Week 8 in the NFL next on WEI Football Sunday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So in London right now, the Broncos are in a fourth and one situation. Jags only had two timeouts, so they stopped the clock twice. We're down to 36 seconds to go in the game. Fourth and one. Let's play coaches here. I'd go for it. Kick it. Kick and take the points, and then that way, if you have a disaster, at least the game's tied. So they have the ball on the 26-yard line. So basically, it'd be the same scenario. So if they kick the field goal and make it, they're up seven. Then you assume they kick it through the end zone. Then they got 75 yards instead of 74 yards. Yep. You're up. They can't kick a field goal, meaning Jacksonville. Yep. So you have that, but... I am basing this. this Come on, coach. We hang it all day. I'm kicking a field goal. All right, yes. Because I'm Denver. Yeah. That yeah. wouldn't be my philosophy if I had a well-run team and a good offense. Well, guess what? I'm doing what Denver's doing. I'm going for well, it. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going for it here on the uh, So now I feel one. even better about it because it's Nathaniel Hackett making a decision there. Uh, uh-huh. And it looks like they got a, a push from behind on Russell Wilson to be there. able to get him. It, yep. it, it, yeah, right, the so uh, whomever it. it was, eighty-seven, the tight end fullback. Got yep, it. ended up pushing. It I first won down. as the there coach. So there Me it is. and Nathaniel Hackett. Well, I was just gonna say, <laughs> wow. you and Nathaniel Hackett are sharing a brain. Yes, we are sharing. That's, uh, that's why I said, you. "What would you do?" Yeah. What so would the you Broncos do? Well, God will bless you. Be, uh, the Broncos will be three and five. And Jacksonville will be two and six. And the game went under. It closed at 39, and 21 17 is going to be the final. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. Okay, what kind of coaches are you here? <laughs> you know, go with, the, go with the gut feeling. I'm putting more points on the board, though, aren't I? <laughs> you well, listen, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if you should take it a victory lap to be like, I'm thinking well, like Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, but oh, he won, so I guess. They I'm, did. You got, the, you got the big W. So yeah. the Broncos are now 3-5 and five on the year, and the Jags fall to 2-6 and six on the year. Although everybody's standing on the field for whatever. Oh, they're going to review, it looks like, A now. measurement. Great. So it uh, it isn't completely over just yet. But uh, let's get to week eight in the NFL. And uh, ready for this, boys? I'm ready. In a battle for first place in the NFC South, the two and five Panthers are at the three and four Falcons. Yikes. <laughs> what a year. I mean, that division is so bad. And now that Tampa Bay is also bad, yeah. it's just a trash, trash division. So you have, what, P.J. Walker versus Marcus Mariota? Oh, my. The Panthers what? traded away Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, obviously the bigger one, and they fired their head coach. And if they win today, they're in first place in the division. Mm-hmm. That, that is wild. That's crazy. I'm going with the Dirty Birds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, at home. They run the ball well. Ma- Marcus yeah. Mariota is, I mean, I give him the edge over P.J. Walker. Yes. Slightly, I guess. I was just going to yeah. say, that's a tough one right there. Yeah, it's just uh, a little bit. Uh, the 5-2 and two Cowboys are going to be without Zeke Elliott. They are hosting the 3-4 and four Chicago Bears, and this feels like a Cowboys get-right game. Well, what yeah. I'm interested in is, did they, the Bears, and specifically Justin Fields, find something against the Patriots, or is that a one-off, and that is going to make the Patriots look even worse? Mm-hmm. Or did Fields sort of figure out, all right, Fair let's ask. run it more, let's kind of, let's play it this way. Because uh, he looked good. Yeah. He looked really good against the Pats. But, yeah, the Cowboys, who got Dak Prescott back last week, and he was fine. They won the game. Like, it wouldn't have mattered who their quarterback was. It was a running and defense game. Mm-hmm. It was Cooper Rush type of game. He did throw a touchdown at the end, but their offense is obviously more explosive with Dak. I know they're big, big home favorites in this one. 
Uh, the four and three Broncos are at the one and five Lions. It feels you mean like Dolphins. The, uh, what I say, Broncos. Broncos. Oh, sorry, I was looking at the Broncos say, on uh, the other Broncos TV. Broncos are double dipping. That's going to fly back. That's that impressive. Means they're in Denver. That would be well. Russell Wilson. He's uh, he, he he's got Wolverine blood. So anybody can do it. He can do it. I know. Uh, four and three Dolphins at the one and five Lions. Lions feel like they're back to their normal status, which is everybody's going to beat them. Basement. And yeah. it's just how long does Dan Campbell make it through the whole year, Wiggy? I think Lions fans liked Dan Campbell in the beginning and yeah. thought maybe like they were buying into some of that stuff and maybe players were buying into it. They were playing hard. But you win like three games. Like, yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to be like, hey, it's a good sound bite. But- like Dan Campbell would be great at college. Because yeah. you get the yeah, kids yeah, yeah. to buy in, yep. you probably win some football games. But in the league, it's like, no. bro, you know what? I'm making $10 million. We stink. <laughs> you, you know what I right. mean? It's like I, you don't need to come up here and tell me, uh, uh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I'm fighting anybody with one leg and three fingers in yeah. a parking lot. Like, no, I can't less of The three and four Cardinals are at the five and one Vikings. Kind of feels like for the Vikings, you're coming off a bye. Okay, how do you now handle prosperity? Mm-hmm. And then for the Cardinals, it's can we get out of our own way to get a win? Yeah, they need it. And uh, Vikings, though, are the most under-the-radar team, I think, in the NFL. Because the NFC, everybody's talking about Brady and Rodgers and the Rams and how mm-hmm. they're falling apart. And right. then they're like, hey, look at the Eagles are undefeated. And, oh, what a surprise the Giants are. Right. Nobody's saying a word about the 5-1 and one Vikings right. who are in first place ahead of the Packers in that division. Uh, Kirk Cousins is playing pretty well. Justin Jefferson. I mean, they, that's a that's a good team that nobody's talking about. Yeah, and and the thing I look at when when I see this uh, Vikings team in this game today against the Cardinals, Carolina's. I mean, excuse me, Arizona is another one very similar to what Atlanta and the Carolina Panthers are going through. That division, the NFC West, is so bad. Yeah, it's not good either. And, right? and like, if you win today, yeah, they're four you, and four. They're right. They're in it. You, you're yeah. right back in the mix. Mm-hmm. You are right back in the mix of where you can actually win that division. So, I the you think about this: the team that's leading that division is right. the four and three Seattle Seahawks. Right, the one team that everybody was convinced was the worst out of the four. Right. Yeah. So well, it's you a know big what? game for Arizona. Yeah. All right, so let's jump ahead then. You just mentioned the Seahawks. I know I normally go through the 1 o'clock, but at 425, Giants are in Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Is this is this a we find out who's for real game? I think so. I think, we, I think this is a game that both of these teams can say we are for real. It, regardless of who wins and who loses, right? If it's a close game and it's a good battle game and and if Seattle wins, you go, oh, Seattle's for real. If the Giants win, you're like, the Giants continue to prove that they're a real team. I think this is a very good game. I, I'm interested in this game here because I think these are two teams at the beginning of the year, both of them were in the basement of their oh, divisions. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, for sure. I think this is one. This is really counter to the way the league is. The league now is like, all right, who's the quarterback? And then you ask the follow-up questions. This one is, all right, right. you got two coaches that are right. coaching their tails off because nobody would really still want Daniel Jones or Geno Smith. No. You just wouldn't. No, God, And no. yet one of them is uh, six and one. One of them is four and three. And so, yeah, I – I kind of think the Giants, even if they lose this, like that, they are a shocking six and one. So even mm-hmm. if they're six and two, mm-hmm. so far better than what I thought they were going to be. They found ways to win all these close games. They beat a team like Baltimore. They beat Green Bay. Right. So I think even if they lose this one, I'm not right enough. The, the, the only Giants. way a, one of these teams can like come out of here, like in the sense of like where everybody's looking at them differently, 
is if they get blown out. Because mm-hmm. even, like you said, if the Giants yeah, lose. the Giants play all these close games. Right, even if the Giants lose in a close one, you still feel good. Like, oh, Seattle's good and the Giants, yeah. you still feel good about this, vice versa. But if one team gets blown out, you're like the other team, you're like, oh, yeah. they're for real. But, you know, maybe that other team, if the Giants get blown out and you're like, well. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a second. What's going on here? See, is Seattle that good? Right. Raiders are at the Saints back to the 1 o'clock games. Uh, the, the Saints are helpless, it feels like. <laughs> and so when we do our Tier Tuesday, which is the, the most successful highlight uh, of the week, of the week uh, we, you had really lobbied to put the Raiders still in the on-watch category. Yeah. Oh, if, they, no. if they lose this, they oh, are then at the bottom. Then of the, they're, 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 the bottom. they're done. No like, this, question. this couldn't be a bigger swing game, I think, for Agreed. anybody. Right, like the Saints, even though it's on the road, it's a very winnable game. Did they have some bad luck early on? Are they figuring out what, whatever? If they lose this one, I think you can just give up on the season. Well, the Raiders have coming up. They play the Saints today. Then it's Jaguars, Colts, Broncos, Seahawks through yeah, they November. They should go on a run. Although you would right think now, they I'd pick could Seattle go on a run. run. But yeah. Right. yeah. And in Jacksonville, we kind of talked about this a little bit. You know, Jacksonville, at least they're competitive, right? You know, Jacksonville is, it doesn't seem like, even though they lost to Denver, yeah, yeah. do they seem like they're the doormat of what they No, they're used not to a mean? joke like they were. Right. Yeah. So if you don't come to play, if you're the Raiders and you don't come to play, you can yep. lose to Jacksonville. Oh, it sure. feels like Trevor Lawrence's rookie year is this year because yeah. he's mm-hmm. actually got someone competent in yep. there that is at least developing him a little bit. I would agree bit, with that. Yep. Even though he didn't play great today against uh, Denver. Uh, the 2-5 and five Steelers are at the 6-0 and o Eagles. Uh, Steelers are going to roll with Kenny Pickett, and the Eagles. Eagles are coming off a bye. Yeah, yeah this is the, seven and zero. Oh. Yeah, this impressive. is the Eagles. Just to, what's going to be to show, like, all right, we are for real. Like yeah. a team like Pittsburgh, you should beat them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing, right? Like this is one of those where you you should thump that they, team. They just added Robert Quinn, which was a right. massive addition. Right. You know, this guy, what do you have, 18 and a half sacks last, last year in Chicago? Yeah. And Ridiculous. that's something to keep an eye out for in terms of future trades in the league because uh, apparently the Bears worked with the Eagles on settling some of the salary. Mm, right. And then Quinn went to Philly right. and wiped out the last two years of his deal. So he's basically playing it's in like, a one-year run here with the it's Eagles. It's like Robert Quinn has been getting sacks for like 13 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about not, how bad. He oh, goes back to his pass rushing days in St. Louis when he was nasty. with the Rams. Right? Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's but, like this guy had 17 and a half sacks last year, uh-huh. which flew under the radar nobody knew about. And you add him to that Philly defense. He has 102 sacks in right. his career. You add him to the Philly defense. He's a borderline Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, he's had a pretty damn good career. You know, so yep. Philly, I tell you, this is a game where Philly should go out there, and I don't think it should be any question. I think this game should be over by halftime. We touched on the uh, Titans and the Texans. They'll play at 405. Malik Willis is likely to get the start for Tennessee, and we know the Texans are really playing for another yeah. uh, high draft pick, considering Cleveland is playing to give them a high draft pick as well. Uh, the 3-4 and four Washington Commanders are at the 3-3-1 three, three and one Indianapolis Colts where the immortal Sam Erlinger era begins. Yeah, pretty exciting stuff. Yet another quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. What's also <laughs> interesting about this game is Jim Ursay is the only owner really to this point to say, what is Snyder doing in the league? And so now you got these two teams right. squaring off against each other in Indy. Both are right either at or just below 500. So Neither look very good, but neither nope. are out of it. Taylor you know? Heineke against Sam Erlinger. Heineke's sure. the man. Like Heineke. Heineke. How many crap quarterback Heineke. matchups have we mentioned already today? Oh, yeah, falls and, off you, a cliff. And you know what's crazy, like, with the Heineke thing? At least with Heineke, he has proven, I know it was a couple years ago against the Buccaneers, 
But he's proven, like, the team just seems and plays better when yeah. he's their quarterback. I wonder if he is going to end up having the Ryan Fitzpatrick-like career where he jumps onto a few different teams, provides a spark. He's yep. good. He's better than a lot, but you can't really expect 17 games out of it. But I think he's going to be in the NFL for a little bit. The and, guy and plays I, his ass off. And I love the Ryan Fitzpatrick comparison because when does one team go, you know what? Let's ride with Heineke as our starter. Mm-hmm. And then the question becomes, can he really How long be can he, do it? can he really be the guy that can do it? Because, you know, Fitzpatrick, that was the one thing he could never prove that he couldn't be the starter through the and you could ride him. So I think Heineke's in a position right now, like he can really change his his career and what it looks like oh, yeah. if he can continue to play well with Washington. One of the sneaky games of the day, the three and four 49ers at the three and three Rams. If for anything else, it's just divisional battle and that division is so close and when the Seahawks are leading it you kind of feel like everybody at least right now is in the mix oh they got life over there I'm going with the 49ers 40 the Rams you know because both teams kind of need it right but if you look at the Rams in the regular season they cannot beat the 49ers I I think you have to go back to like yeah you you gotta go back to like 2018 or something like that so he has his number in the regular season and I'm just I don't know. I'm not sold on the Rams. I think the addition of McCaffrey is just going to make the team a little bit better. But you're not, you're playing without Debo. No Debo uh, uh, for San Francisco, and then Cam Akers is sitting out because they're going to try to trade him by Tuesday, so they don't want him to get hurt. But good grief! And uh, Van Jefferson, though, who's been on IR all year, he's making his debut for the Rams, so they desperately need another right. receiver. And then still Odell Beckham's out there. He hasn't signed with anybody. So And supposedly Odell will be ready in December, I guess. Yeah. So we still maybe have a little more time on that, get past the trade. If I'm deadline. him, I'm going to Buffalo. Uh well, speaking of Buffalo, mm. they will host the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football. Bills are coming off a bye. Packers are coming off of Aaron Rodgers saying, if we have guys making mistakes, why are we playing them? Maybe they shouldn't play. Right. Great. I actually really enjoy the Aaron Rodgers uh, interview <laughs> press conference experience. I think he's hilarious. At least but he keeps it honest. He really does. I don't know how the whole team feels about it, but whatever. They're playing terrible. If they lose tonight, which I think everybody's picking the Bills. Yep. yep. That's going to be four straight losses for Rodgers and the Packers. I don't think he's been under 500 ever in his career at this point of the year. And then talk about the losing streak. I mean, they have... Uh, Ah, they have not been very good. Well, they've run the ball. They got two running backs. Mm-hmm. They don't have a tight end, really. They don't they have got, a wide receiver. Well, they got the veteran wide receivers that Rodgers will throw to, but Matt LaFleur, it feels like he's running things as if Devontae Adams is on the team. Like, yeah, at what point do work. you change it up? It you got work. two backs and Rodgers. He'd find a way to get him the ball. Yeah, you got to turn Rodgers into, and it's really, really difficult to say this, you have to turn Rodgers into a game manager. Yeah, it's counterintuitive run, right run, now to yeah. do that, but it's the truth. Run the football and then just, you know, make the 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 the, the pass pass plan very simple. So it's it's easy throws for him. So there's no like all right, Rodgers doesn't have to go out there and feel like all right, I gotta put the team on my back. I think the biggest question mark with the Green Bay Packers is where they go after the season. Because they have to make a decision. Are you sticking with Rodgers or you oh, stick yeah. or you sticking with LaFleur? I think they're definitely sticking with Rodgers. I think oh. Rodgers has the most job security there. All right, so, and, and if they try to get rid of Rodgers and move on from trading him, it's $99 million on a cap all hit. All right, so, if we're, <laughs> That's so, a lot. so let's go down that road. So we're keeping Rodgers. Then that means not only do you got to move on from LaFleur, 
because it seems like eh, they're they're probably not really working. It's the other Gutekunst, whatever the hell his name is, <laughs> right? Because yeah. doesn't Rogers can't can't uh-huh. he can't stand him? Does not supposedly. like him, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So don't you have to move on with him and go? Okay, we got to get the coach in here that Rogers will get along with and get us get him back to the Aaron Rodgers that we expect. Possibly. Yeah, Green Bay is a tricky situation because. They they do have draft assets, but they don't have a ton of money. They don't have an owner they can can lean on. Yeah, you know what I'm doing if I'm Green Bay. You know, I like I got my trade simulator. Yeah, I know that. Or like my free agent moves or my coaching moves. You have a whole big board. I got a whole big board for whatever it is. I clean out everybody in the front office. Oh, Gouda Kuntz and everybody else. Him first. Him first. I'd hire Byron Byron Leftwich as my head coach to work with Aaron Rodgers. And Rodgers, I think, will have respect for Leftwich because of what he's done with Brady. And Leftwich can... it's kind of going south this year in Tampa. No, no, no. But I think it's more about the team around. Yeah. You know. But Leftwich and Rodgers, I think, could work well together. Maybe. But Brady still has better guys to throw to right now than Rodgers does. No, but... but you're also, if you're the Green Bay Packers, you are going out there and you, you gotta are... You got to get somebody You're getting somebody that replaces... Uh, Devontae yeah. Adams of that level. So you'll you'll obviously have to trade for somebody mm-hmm. or have to pay some money in free agency. Well, listen, and Matt Patricia proves to be a great play caller here. Why wouldn't Green Bay look at someone mm-hmm. like that, coaching nope. offense and defense? Well, did no. you hear the other rumor that was out there? That is? is uh, the uh, other Ferentz brother who's down there at Iowa. Oh, uh, Kirk Ferentz? Kirk Ferentz is, no, Kirk Ferentz is son? Uh, son, other oh, son. Okay. Oh, okay. the other son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's like running the worst offense in college football. Apparently he might have some interest in the league. Uh, I think, guess so. He was on the Patriots staff like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, The other Ferentz. Just go to, to Leftwich. Kirk Ferentz ain't leaving Iowa. I think they're already into him for like $50 million but don't you in th- Iowa City. That probably goes a long way. But if you look at that, is, is there any chance that they all come back in Green Bay? The yeah. quarterback, the coach, and the GM? Yep. They all could, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, it's a tough organization for them to just hand out checks uh, because they don't have the owner that gets emotional. Halloween night, by the way, Bengals-Browns. That'll be Monday night football on uh, Halloween night. We will get you some picks, help you gamble a little bit, and then we are out of here on WEEI Football Sunday. All right, let's get some uh, best bets in before we're out of here on WEEI Football Sunday. And this portion of WEEI Football Sunday brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y.com, for your free trial. Wiggy 2-1 and one last week. I went 1-2. and two. Keith 1-2. and two. So ah. the records are Keith is in at 10-8. I'm 11-9-1. Wiggy is 12-8-1. And, right. and uh, let's jump oh. into today's games. Keith, you can lead off. All right. Buffalo minus 10 and a half hosting Green Bay on Sunday night. Ooh, the hook kind of uh, gives you a little bit of pause, but I'll take number. the Buffalo Bills to roll. The Green Bay Packers have been awful, this game being in Buffalo. I know it's crazy that the Packers would lose four games in a row, but they're going to. And <laughs> this is a, it's a new, uh, it's, not, it's not your uh, older brother's Green Bay Packers. Right? Oh. It's not a very good team. No. So I'll take the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I am with you on the Buffalo Bills lost to, I mean, excuse me, the Packers lost to the Washington football commanders and Heineke. I am all over the Buffalo Bills on this one. I would take it if it was 14 and a half. Mm -hmm. 
The uh, the hook leans me to Green Bay. Okay, backdoor right. cover written all over. All right, Perhaps. at least that's Perhaps. the uh, that's and the it's vibe. In Buffalo, I'm going with yeah. In Buffalo, Sunday night. I don't know if Rogers has got a, a historic performance in him, but just find a way to keep it close, please. Uh, San Francisco and the Rams, Wiggy are a pick 'em. So no lean one way or the other. Give me a winner. I told you I'm going with the 49ers. The 49ers are the big brother of the California. Uh, I would say the California area there with those two football teams. Until the Rams can prove they can beat them in the regular season, I'm all over uh, the San Francisco yeah, 49ers and Kyle Shanahan. I'm kind of with wigs on this one, but I don't feel great about it. No, I'm going with the same. You know, last week it was McCaffrey's debut for the Niners. They worked him in a little bit, and they had to play the Chiefs. So right. They got smacked around in the second half. So another full week with McCaffrey in there. The Rams have been – their offensive line's been atrocious. Uh, so no, I'll take the I'll take the Niners, especially in a pick'em. Uh, Patriots minus three at the Jets. I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I think they win 27-14, So I think they wow. cover. It's a big score. Mm. Uh, I'll take the home dog in this one. Give me the points of the Jets. I really could see this one coming down to you know either way, real coin flip game. I'll say the Jets win the game. Uh, like seventeen sixteen. I think it's going to be all defense in mm-hmm. this one. Both offenses not great. Wiggs, what do you got? We got a see, minute. See that the, the points thing scares me a little bit, but I, it's very similar to the Forty ers and Rams. I feel like the Jets they got to prove that they can beat the page, the Patriots, and I just don't think they can True. just yet. So for me, I'm going to go with the Pats on this one. I, Bill always comes up with some type of game plan against the Jets, and True. I like Bill uh, and the Patriots to win this football All game. All right, so uh, Wiggy will be a part of the Greg Hill Show tomorrow morning where they will talk with Bill Belichick on a Patriots Monday. I have to wear my costume, too. Oh, uh, you guys had I, to yeah, I, yeah, you big know costume me. game. I'm yeah. a big costume guy. I heard you guys. Oh, yeah, Fourier. Yeah. Yeah, this guy. I've had what mine I, for like three and, weeks. And, and, okay, good. And Fourier tried to pin it on Lou. No, what a sleaze no. move. He Terrible. eventually had to cave in in the end. Good job by Ethan. Six Rings postgame show right after the game. And then catch me out on uh, CBS Sports Radio into the sweet night. Keith and I will talk to you at 10 a.m. from Gillette. Enjoy the games, everybody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.